Hello all. My name is Ganymed. I'm originally from Kosovo and came to United States in 1999 at the age of 12. When I was one, my dad was defending his brother while he tried to physically stop the next door neighbor from shooting him with a gun as they worked on the fields. Instead, my father was killed. He left my mom a widow at the age of 34 with five kids and one on the way. Sorry, this is very hard. <laughs> there were difficult times for my mom and the family trying to survive in a country which was governed by Yugoslav, where freedom was a privilege and not a right. I came to this country because there was a civil war in Kosovo in 1998 through 1999. Not a day went by during this time where we did not question our safety and if we would make it out alive. During this time and the understanding of God that I had, I wonder how a good God would allow my father to be killed and also many others killed around us in a civil war 10 years later. At that time, I did not understand, but by the grace of God and his sovereignty, my family and I survived through many difficult and frightening times. Looking back now, I clearly see God's hand in our lives, although during that time, I had no understanding of God, who God is because I was born in a Muslim home. Coming from such a religious belief, I was taught that there is no such a thing as a having relationship with God. He is at a distance, and if you're good enough, you will hopefully, as Muslims say, if inshallah, get into heaven. But how can one know what good enough is? My very limited understanding is if you're good, God will love and bless you. And if you're bad, you go to hell. I grew up in a very strict home where moralism was a standard and bringing shame to your family was out of the question. However, God in his word is clear that no one is good enough. Though I did not yet accept his true word, Romans 3, 10, 12, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. During my early years in the United States, I started going to school and learned the English language. With many challenges along the way, I rebelled as a teen and did not want to obey any of the strict moralistic rules my family requested of me. During my 20s, I continued my rebellious ways and lived in a sinful life, which I'm not proud of. Drinking, partying, and going out every weekend became a part of my life, which I called it living my best life. But I went home and woke up in the morning empty because it was a temporary fix. My sinful life was not filling the void I had. At this point in my life, I did not have a clear understanding of a true living God and sin but I wanted to be clean and repent and turn away from my consequences of sin. As David says in his words, Psalm 51, 1-4, have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your rich mercy, blot out my transgression, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. In my early 30s, by the grace of God, my sister Mervet came to know the Lord and was saved. At that time, we lived together and she changed, which I was not happy about. All I wanted was my sister back and did not like who she had now become. I yelled and said, all I want is the old you. I would mock her beliefs and did not like when she spoke to me about Jesus. Although at that time, I had a little understanding of Christianity because of my boyfriend who I dated for nine years and came from a Christian home. However, the Jesus that I knew and what my sister was preaching were different. I knew about the Jesus of love only, and she spoke to me about the whole will of God. She explained to me God is not only loving, but holy, 
merciful, gracious, forgiving, just, and can overlook sin. June of 2020, I moved out of my apartment where my sister and I lived and got my own place. When I moved out, I was curious in a way about the Bible because of the changes in my sister's life. She gave me her Bible, which I took to my new apartment and did not read it. My sinful life became worse and I had no regard of anything. I thought I was free, but I really was a slave to my sin. October of 2020, my cousins were killed in Germany by a train. Sorry. During this time, not knowing the Lord, I was angry at God and questioned why I would take two innocent kids at such a young age. I was down on my knees and not understanding why everything in my life I loved was being taken away. I became cold with nothing left inside me and with no understanding. Job 121, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Although I did not yet have this faith, Job showed. December 2020, my sister invited me to Newtown Bible Church Christmas Eve candlelight service. Pastor Joy was preaching the gospel and the fear of the Lord gripped my heart. The Lord used Pastor Joy to preach God's truth and I was convicted. After that time, there were some days that I would not attend because I did not want to hear the truth and was more comfortable with my sinful life. Every time I would have an excuse not to go to church, I felt guilty. During this time, my sister was persistent and would send me sermons, and one of them was John MacArthur, which the Lord used to help me understand his truth even more. It became clear to me who Christ is in his perfect, complete, saving work. He paid for my sins in full, something I would never be able to pay to a holy God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 He made him who knew no sin to be sin in our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. This was, the different, this was different from what I was told to believe in Islam, that God would judge me for my good deeds and not bad deeds. And now the real truth that the Lord was revealing and I was understanding, it was like scales were falling off my eyes. John 9, 25, one thing I do know, that I was blind, now I see. My heart was convicted, I repented of my sins, knowing that within myself I can't do nothing. The world that I once knew and loved changed, and I see it completely different now. I love the Lord, I love his word, and I can't wait to come to church on Sundays and be around God's children. 1 Peter 1.3, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through a resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable. 2 Peter 3.18, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now to the day of eternity. Amen. I'm getting baptized today in obedience and love for the Lord as he commanded. Believe and be baptized. To know Christ is to know grace and forgiveness. And there is no sin beyond his cleansing power. There is no rebellion that he does not forgive. There is no sinner that comes to him in true repentant faith that he does not accept and receive into his mercy and into his grace. And it's wonderful to hear that testimony. And she has shown a transformation of life. As she mentioned that salvation is to be a new creature. Old things passed away and new things have come. And the world that she loved all of a sudden became the world 
that she wanted to turn from to embrace Christ and know true blessing and true happiness and true peace and true hope. And it's because of her faith in Christ that it's my blessing to baptize her in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Thank you.